Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television sometimes. I mean, we can say for sure that the second half will be and that we usually talk about reality television at some point. Hey, listen, guys, I got a question for you. When we start talking reality TV, do you love it? Or do you turn off the pod? That's great. You know, I know we only... Okay, so I'm not going to tell you how many people I see who listen to this every week. It's consistent. Mm-hmm. We don't really go up that much and don't really go down that much since for about a, a year and a half. Or Shout so. out to that regular audience. We love you. And I appreciate you. You guys are the reason why we continue to do this. Because if it started to lessen, we would probably say this isn't going to work. But the fact that the numbers are about the same every week, depending on whether or not we drop one or two episodes, there is a bump when we drop two episodes a week during Mm. the challenge time. So Mm. it is nice Mm. to see the number, uh, you know, kind of double. But we're not doing this for the numbers. We're doing this for... (laughs) the money, which also isn't (laughs) happening. But... um, I uh, I would like for you for the we, we, I would say I, I have a sample size of people that reach out to me and Ashley, and those people tell me that they kind of tune out when we talk about reality TV. So that's why we make sure that we have a nice conversation with Ash and I, and we do whatever the hell we do and whatever the hell we're about to do, which is usually not planned. <laughs> And then we talk, we save the reality TV for the second half, but usually like the last quarter. It's gotten longer since we decided to do interviews with people, which we're going to continue to do. By the way, great guest today, Joe Firestone. Joe Firestone. And we're talking about, um, is it marriage at first sight? No. Married. Married at first sight. We're talking about that with her. And if you don't like reality television and you don't care about this show, guess what? Doesn't matter. Because we have a really just fun conversation. It's goofy. Joe Firestone's a comedian, a writer, a performer, an actress. She's great. Um, and she was very, very funny on our show uh, when we did our interview. And you could actually watch that interview when it comes time over on YouTube. Um, it's uh, I, I, While you're listening to this right now, it is up over on our YouTube page, which is just search Reality Blows Podcast on YouTube. We do not have a dedicated link yet because we do not have enough subscribers. But you can help us out. Subscribe over there. Also, while you're at it, rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app if you're on there. If, if, if you haven't done that before, if you haven't done that and you've been listening to us, come on. What are you waiting for? Also, you can uh, check out our Patreon. Uh, uh, do we not do enough free content for you? Well, five bucks a month over on patreon.com forward slash reality blows will get you two extra bonus episodes a month. Um, and it's really fun. We do uh, We do two a month and it's great. We've been doing two a month for about a year. So there's a whole bunch up there right now you could catch up on. But as I was saying before, it's, um, you know, I feel like uh, I, I can't tell. Are people tuning out during the reality portions of the show? I feel like the reality portion of the show is the hook to our show, Ashley. Because if not, it's just two idiots who talk to one another about whatever. Hey, that's a fun new name. Two idiots who talk to each other about whatever. Listen, I think that it was the hook two years ago when we started it, and I, I just don't think it matters anymore. I don't think a hook matters, but I will also say that I think like all art, we just have to do what we are called to do, what we are interested in. We can't try and think about like what the audience wants. We need to just lo- know the fact that we love chatting with each other and we love talking reality TV. You know, Ash, I, I completely agree. Who cares about the response and, 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 and uh, we do what we want to do and, and, and it's our show and we if we do what we want to do to the best of their ability, our ability, people will find us and enjoy what we do. 
That being said, if you are not interested in the reality portion of the Reality Blows podcast, why don't you tell us? Why don't you actually, either way, once you find us, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com, you can email us, or realityblowspodcast on Instagram, DM us, or at realityblowspod on Twitter, DM us, or just, you know, at us, and tell us, are you, do you like the reality portion of the show? If you do, say, I'm a reality fan. I'm in it for the reality, dog. That's why I show up. Or you could be like, I like just the Nick and Ash parts where they're kind of sort of fighting. We're not fighting, babe. <laughs> whatever we do. We just talk Pickering. about, we just talk, first off. Do we bicker not, on here? No, we no. don't bicker. Okay, we, I'm sorry. We might talk about Target a little too much, but I don't <laughs> yeah, do think we Do you like the bicker. Target portion? I don't think we bicker. Listen, if people ask what we do, it's like easy, okay? For the first 45 to 55 minutes, we talk Target. That's pretty much it. What we like to do there, <laughs> when we go there, how often we go, what happened the last time we went. And then for about 11 seconds, we talk about Survivor, and that's our show. But let us know. Are you the reality person? Are you the just the Nick and Ash person? Um, we should probably come up with some sort of... Uh, um, uh, like a voting system, a hashtag. Yeah, either you're Nick and Ash or you're team, our... Team Nick and Ash or Team Reality TV, okay? Yeah. Are you Team Nick and Ash or Team Both? You can Ooh. say Team Both. And just email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com and tell us. You don't even have to say anything in there. You can just be... Yeah. The title can just be which team you're on. And then the email body itself can just be the emoji of the hand waving. Or why don't you, if you haven't rated us yet, rate us five stars and then tell us in that rating. You don't even have to give us a real review. The reviews actually don't matter. It's the star ratings. Well, the reviews matter for my mental health, actually. Right. They right, matter right. in that way. But if you if you did five stars and you were like, I hate this show, five stars, I think we'd be like, oh, that's kind of funny. We like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and the, my problem is when you're like, I really, you know, lo love the Survivor talk. Uh, fine, came here because of the challenge. Think these two have a uh, good chemistry. Two stars. That's <laughs> that is what hurts. That's what that cuts would, the deepest. Because oh, it's confusing. It's confusing. Yeah. What are these people doing? So uh, yeah, I mean, I was just uh, speaking to my dad earlier and uh, on the phone, and um, and he he's one of these people who's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your show. I just uh, stopped listening. And then I uh, a, a friend of mine who's not my dad who also started listening to our show, was like, uh, yeah, it's great. I, I always check in with your show I, I, un, until you start talking about reality TV, and then I stop the podcast, and I go listen to one of my other friends' podcasts. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm starting to see a trend here. But those are people who know us, does the thing. Exactly, and that's yeah. mostly who we hear from, are people yeah. who know us. But we do hear from a few people who don't know us, and they like the reality portion of the mm. show as well. So it's, uh, I'm just curious. We do this thing, you know, almost sometimes twice a week for however many Feels years. like every day. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and uh, and I never, I, we, it's like you do this thing and you just have no real feedback on what people, <laughs> yeah. you can tell people are there, you know. Right. The names are there, no faces. No faces. The numbers are there, but it's like, what do these people want? And that's our problem. We never set up any sort of a way f uh, for the fans to communicate and talk back. Like, What we, about the email? There's the email, but if, if there was more of like a, if we had like a Facebook group, which is what right. people like to do, or if we were like a cool podcast where somebody would start a subreddit where they would chat, I think we would definitely know what the fans and the dedicated fans wanted. Um, are you guys interested in speaking to one another about what Ash and I speak about? That's the problem is like, if we had more of a 
dedication to the art of recapping and talking about our feelings on reality television, I think that that page or that that message board would make more sense. Wait, we do have a page. We do, but like there's we don't no, have a group. We don't have a group. That's there, the difference. Facebook, you're confusing as hell yeah. because when I set up that reality blows page, I thought it would be a place people could go and have conversations, but it needs to be a group. Um, and that would be fun. I like the groups, Facebook groups but, I'm in. But what would they talk about? You know, like Target. Yeah, know, like they'd be like, "Boy, I think Nick's voice sounded extra nasally on last no, week." Why set. do you think they're going to be talking about you, babe? They're going to be talking about the subjects we discuss, which is ninety percent food, ten percent outings to buy stuff, and one percent <laughs> the challenge. That's one hundred and one percent. So, um, anyway, just just curious. Um, I was talking to my dad. The re- I, I spoke to my dad um you know he's a he's a, a fun character my dad listens to this podcast if my dad talk calls me i i have to put aside at least 40 minutes uh, yeah he, it's he, a commitment <laughs> it's a commitment Ashley knows i will pace around uh, the house uh speaking to my dad um you know and then so it'll happen i did just i was journaling this morning by the way upstairs journaling nick comes in he's screaming into his apple watch uh talking to his dad well and then all of a sudden i hear his dad say you know i got a real fear of being poisoned right (laughs) (laughs) my dad is is uh, a character um capital c so uh, i was talking to him because uh i was just uh, uh supposed to uh, he bought me a vest for Christmas. It doesn't fit because I got too fat over over the uh, quarantine. So I got to take. He's got. He's gonna re- return the vest, get a bigger size, and I was gonna talk to him about that. But uh, in the process of possibly, um, you know, meeting up with him and handing off this vest and maybe getting a cup of coffee somewhere in the frigid cold, uh, I broke my fucking phone. My fucking phone. I have a iPhone 8s and it's fucking broken now. And that's how I started the day off. It, it was it was sort of a slow demise for this phone. I uh, originally I have the 8 plus, so that's the big one, right? And, and so it's a lot of screen. And so I would say about I don't know a year or maybe 18 months ago. I dropped it face down and like completely cracked the you tempered glass. You got that glass. first crack. That first crack, but it was just the the you know the covering the, the screen protector. protector yeah right so i broke that peeled it off ha- eventually had to peel it off because it was like coming up on the thing and i couldn't i was like cutting my finger on it as Jeez. i was touching i was like fuck this and i peeled it off and peeled it off to reveal that i that that fucking screen protector didn't protect the screen because there was a nice big crack like Ooh. down the center of my screen but still usable then probably about six months later i drop it again on the ground and now it's like a splintered crack and then, uh, you know, from then on, once you have, like, the splintered crack on your phone and you're, you're just like, this phone's fucking done for it's at over. some point. So I never got another screen protector. You look for, it's like, costs so much money to replace the screens, too. Like, uh, when you go to one of these places, it's like half the amount of a, the phone. I got my screen replaced, like, five years ago. I think it was, like, an iPhone 5 in Times Square for $100. Um, but you had to show up and bring cash. <laughs> And you really just like went to like the sixth floor to like a, it looked like a a utilities closet. And a guy was like, gave you a number, like one of those like deli cards that has like, you know, the (laughs) number 36. Yeah. Yeah. And he took your phone and he said, come back in an hour and bring cash, $100. Yeah. It stood the test, it stood up, it lasted as long as that phone did. Well, the problem is this phone now is ancient 
not ancient. It's old. It's now an old phone. There's, it's an older model. The yeah. twelve is out. It's four models back. So I actually. By the way, Apple, slow the freak down, okay? I can't keep up. I don't need to buy a new phone every time they come out. But and, and you don't, yeah. And I don't. And but my iPhone eight is like it feels like an old piece of technology now. It still works. I didn't crack my screen. Anyway, go on, my dear. So, and you know the real problem when I, the real break of the initial break where I was like, it's done for. It's like, you know, like most of you people probably have an iPhone. It's just the world we live in, I guess. But I mean, the there's the screen part of it, but like the whole front is glass. But like, you know, like I have the white one, like, you know, where it turns white. The that's, frame. That's broken, like a chip out of it. You can see like wires. It's like. The frame, one might say, of yeah. the screen. So anyway, it's like, so that was happening with it. Anyway, today, this morning, I got a, uh, my alarm went off. I went to turn it off. My nightstand, I, I, I pushed it and it just fell face down. And now it's like, it's like when your TV's on the fritz, mm. like the screen itself is like blurry and shaky. Yeah. And it's unresponsive to my touch and my fingerprint thing doesn't work. Luckily, I bought this stupid fucking Apple Watch. I still like the Apple Watch, but it's just like, I have an Apple Watch with no phone, which is like nothing. You know, it's like buying pegs with no bike. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like an attachment mm -hmm. to my phone. It doesn't connect to my laptop. It connects to my phone now could you just because your phone still works you it just does. can't you, you the screen the touch screen you're having issues could you just like operate everything off your apple watch mm, it's um a truncated version of everything mm. so it's not like this uh, not all apps work you know right. like i can look at instagram kind of but i couldn't see the stories and i couldn't post anything so like each of the apps have like a truncated version now there are apple watch apps that you get for just the apple watch and yada 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 but it's mostly to like count your steps you could take phone calls and text messages. I did realize this morning that I had three hours less on my phone this week than last week because I'm more reliant on the Apple Watch for when I get text messages and stuff like that. I'm, I, I look down. Somebody's like, hey, uh, how about we do this at 12? And then I just go, okay, on my Apple Watch. Instead of like when I would get that same text, I would open it up and I'd see, let's do it at 12. And then I would say, okay. But then I close that app and then I go, let's just see what's going on on Twitter or let's just check my mail. Mm, and so mm -hmm. I, I, there was three hours less of just me being like roped in to my phone, which I, I do appreciate a little bit. It's like, yeah. Oh, like I'm not, those three hours are not being made up by me staring at my little Apple watch screen. I mean, it's truly just being off of it for three less hours. That's the biggest jump I've had ever since having my phone. That's impressive. That's a good argument for the Apple Watch because you know that I am against it um, for moral reasons. I feel like introducing the Apple Watch into my life would mm -hmm. uh, make me be, be more like wired in, more you know technology-based. I'm trying to escape. I'm yes. looking at flip phones. I've got I read all the reviews for flip phones. You know, I'm I'm trying to find a way out of the matrix. Um, but it sounds like maybe you found like a little workaround here. It's not a workaround. It's just naturally. It's just your brain, your little stupid mouse brain doesn't go fall for the, the bait. Doesn't of, go, oh, shiny object. I'm uh, hitting that. Of like, oh, let me just check in on this thing. Like, yeah. Because I, I got my phone in my face already. Might as well. I mean, it's not super pleasant. I mean, people can't see me right now, but it's not super pleasant to do things off of your, you know, Apple watch because like it's awkward to it's like too small. bring it up to your face with your wrist. You feel weird. It's awkward. I mean, it's good for like in the moment. You know, I'm walking the dog. My hands are freezing. You know, I get a text message or I don't know what something rings in my phone. I don't know what it is. 
but what's nice is like, ah, shit, is somebody texting me? And I look up and it's just like, oh, no, it's just a calendar alert for tomorrow. So I didn't have to pull out my phone, take off my glove, look at this thing, lose the dog. Like there's <laughs> there's moments in which it really does come in handy. I have not been able to get a handle on the fitness aspect of it yet. Just You're not because, closing those rings? No, I am. Oh. I, I, yeah, I walked 9,000 steps yesterday and it must have been just stairs alone. Like I have no idea how it's happening, but I am closing rings. I got a streak going here. I'm getting my streaks going. But um, no, I haven't been able to really like I got kettlebells in the basement now. I have like, you know, an elliptical in the basement. I'm going through like a bad week of like getting overly stressed, getting overly then which turning into like depression, which is turning into like poor eating and not working out. I'm, I'm going through a bad streak. I, I've decided Monday, which is today, is the day that it starts back up again. So um. Anyway, baby, just take small little steps. I am You're taking just small little steps. You're a little toddler wading through this life. It's, it's okay. Tough. It's tough being a baby you in know this what? world. First things first is recognition. You did it. You see that these bad habits are forming, and just calling them out like that means you're already a winner. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So I break my phone, and in the back of my mind, I knew this day was coming. <laughs> and so I break it, and I'm like, okay, I can't use it. Now, if this was a year ago, I'd be like throwing a tantrum. I was about to say, when you broke your phone this morning, because you did literally roll over in bed and go, oh, shit, I broke my phone. Because it just fell off the bed or something. It happened so quickly. I, in my half um, half asleep days, I noted, huh, I thought he would freak out a little bit more. Well, the other day, on Friday, I broke it like again. Like it, it splintered like a lot. And to the point where I'm like, ooh, like now I'm looking at this phone. It's like, this is like a broken guy's phone. Like, yeah, I never live. I've never been the person who breaks their phone. Like, that's just not you. You can definitely there are like two different sort of, uh, you know, smartphone owners. There's the people who have like a nice pristine phone that they keep in a nice OtterBox case and, you know, with an InvisiShield on it. And it's nice. And then there are people where it's like. Hmm, I've known you for four years and it looks like your phone was run over by a car every generation of phone that you ever gotten, you know. You know those people who just like live one of them. live with a broken phone and yeah. like every phone they ever got is just broken and yeah. they just have like a their fingers are bleeding. In fact, when you talked about how that screen was scratching your or cutting your fingers, I remembered one time getting a little piece of glass under a finger. Yeah. It's not <laughs> pleasant and that's that's what sort of started happening on Friday and so when I broke it this time, I'm like, okay, this is it. Now I'm like, this sucks. This is awful. Now my whole day has changed. I'm not going to go like a day without a phone. I'm going to get my fucking ass up and go to the Verizon store and buy another phone. And But in the back of my mind, I'm like, fuck yeah, baby. Going to get a phone. Uh, now I actually have to get a new phone. Going to get a new phone. Yeah, so there is like a little bit of like, well, got to spend the money, you know. And it's unfortunately I've been spending a lot of money lately, so I wish... I do wish that this came before the holidays. I don't understand how we both have been spending so much money. Oh my money. god, we've been I've been spending um a lot of money. I mean, I'm I'm compounding it with the holidays and and yeah, all that the stuff. The holidays and, it really took a big chunk out of my checking account even though we didn't go anywhere. We didn't was, go anywhere, but that almost felt more pressure to like get a good gift for somebody that you love, right? Totally. So I've I spent, you know, a good amount of money on my on my, you know, my family and 
honestly, Ashley got the shaft this Christmas with me. Um, Truly, I got a desk lamp. You got a desk lamp, and I got us Universal Yums. Okay, the Universal Yums was great. Which is probably coming in a couple weeks. Love the Universal Yums, and I really do like my desk lamp. You do like the desk lamp, and uh, I didn't buy anything else. I bought you those little things for your desk. That you've not, only I'm, used. I'm using, <laughs> and you're refusing to use these little wire runner things. But, yeah, you took the shaft on that. But, I mean, with you and I, I really don't I, – I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to, like, get – rid of us giving gifts to one another on on christmas for years now i feel like we shower each other with gifts during the year yeah, I, mean, I bought I you that like, tumbler that cost 25 bucks uh, yeah, out of nowhere i know and i bought you a skateboard like a yeah, month ago buy we're just buying each other stuff now for birthdays birthdays I, are I feel big those are special so i want i always want to make sure that you get something fun on your birthday and i think i do an okay job of your birthday each you do year. a great job hey guys did you listen to nick's uh, birthday patreon episode yeah. it's up you can join which is also part of the reason why i didn't feel so uh, uh i didn't need to get you a, a, a christmas gift that really wowed you based on my birthday gifts but you know it's what okay what the hell i mean you did buy me a model train or whatever you bought me a uh, train holiday set. train set are you saying it did not bring joy into our lives it was fun it was fun i liked it yeah um but universal yums is the same deal like that's that train set was like something that you really wanted calorie free love and the universal yums is something that i'm really interested in so we kind of did the same thing but regardless well let's not go back there you could listen to our patreon over on the patreon so in the back of my mind now i'm like i got a little bit of that dopamine hit or i'm like oh baby it's time to spend some money oh baby because what is money anyway? <laughs> really? Um, so, Ashley, yeah, it's like we have like a part part time job. <laughs> we can do, we can do it. I don't even understand <laughs> how like I'm supposed to make money. I was talking yeah, me to too. I was having a um, game night with some gals a couple nights ago, and we were just talking about like our old jobs, like our old college jobs. And I was literally, I truly miss being a makeup lady in the mall. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite jobs of all time. I miss waiting tables. Yeah. I was like, when this ends, maybe I'll just go back and work in the mall as a makeup lady. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. There's a lot of malls in New Jersey. Yeah. So we're here now. Why not? But Why I, not just give up on everything and go work at the mall? All right, let's not go there yet. Let's not go there yet. So, I mean, Ash and I, we, we both spend a good amount of money on ourselves, right? Ash, she's taking mm -hmm, a, a mm -hmm. sip of, As a matter of fact, she's taking a sip of coffee out of something out of a mug she needed to have. Yeah, from Target. You know, there's a lot of Target gifts here and there. But then, then Ash and I can also get a little kooky with our own little obsessions online. Yeah, we have our own sort of, I mean, you guys already know about my, like, my my uh, loose fingers, my tricky fingers when it comes to auctions. Yeah, she does, like, <laughs> these weird auctions, which I'm looking at one of the auction things right now, this Donald Duck. Um, the Donald Duck glass art that yeah, I want. commemorative <laughs> plate or something. So there's that. And then uh, Ashley's, um, Ashley's big thing, and we've talked about it on, on here, is, like, she loves candles and she loves mm. the specific diptyque candle mm. and and they they fucking are expensive ass candles dog they really are and then now so she's asking me like can i get this um little like wick cutter and snuffer yeah uh, she's not asking they're can i i'm just, listen she's running up by me to see whether or not like i'm gonna go like that's crazy and then she'll make her decision based on my reaction that's kind of how we live yeah basically yeah nick is like a good litmus test like there are three things i want to buy right now or, or three places I want to buy from. I want to buy some candle accessories, which is a wick trimmer and a snuffer and another candle. Okay. Those are the three things I have in my cart at Diptyque. They've been sitting in my cart for about a week. 
Who knows? Will they last or will I check out today? I don't know. We got, you got to find out next week. The other thing I want to get us is a, a new set of sheets, a new set of sheets and a duvet cover. Do we need that? Do we need that, Nick? Look at me. Do we need that? No. Shit, I want it so bad. I said to get it. Like, who cares? Then the third thing I want to get is a gold chain. A gold chain? Gold chain. Is that real? Yeah. You got to get me one. No, baby, you're not wearing a gold chain. Why can, why can you wear a gold chain? I'm not allowed to wear jewelry. <laughs> well, <laughs> I want a gold chain. Are you going to like turn into like one of those guys later in life? With the Kangol hat on? A couple of rings <laughs> on your fingers. <laughs> a Kangol hat on yeah. and just like, yeah, I think I might. My dad wears rings last I, time I checked. There's just, once you start looking like an old man, you got to flex somehow. You got to enjoy like You got a little money in your bank account. So, so I think you should take the country route. I think you should put on some suspenders. Maybe a nice wide brim hat. I have a feeling, unless unless I can really hammer down how to be a fit man, and like it really will, it really will. This is the other thing I was looking at: treadmills, like for at home treadmills, mm. and, and something burns me up. Well, let me finish my thought. Okay. Because if I was, if I turned into a man who's like a fit older man, yeah, and uh, you know all of our like entertainment dreams work out, I'm gonna be wearing high end clothing as an older man. Yeah. Like nice, like silk designer shirts i'm not gonna be wearing like i'm not gonna look like i own like a record label you know what i mean like right. that type of stuff but like you're just gonna like if you knew anything about the the, the shirts that i'm wearing you're gonna be like oh this guy's like got like a nice and that's if i'm not like 350 pounds as like Babe, a 50 you're year not old. gonna be we're getting in shape this is so, the last time we'll you know, ever be out of shape if i'm 350 pounds and i'm 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 still got a lot of money you're gonna see me in sweatsuits all the time like Tony Soprano, like mm. I'm gonna be in like nice. I'm gonna be in like a nice designer sweatsuit because at that point when you and I are are you and you and I are married, like there's no reason for me to want to entice another human being to want to You're like gonna give cuddle up. up. Uh, yeah, it's not giving <laughs> up. It's more like giving in to myself, mm. which is like because uh, during quarantine I like bought two. Um, well, we moved here. I bought two um, Adidas like track suits yeah and i wear them i wear them once a week i'm not crazy with it but like in my mind there's the the more classic one with the stripes the the uh the navy blue one it's the most it's think about like the i'm gonna go break dancing outside adia's track suit i have one of or those or i'm christopher navy. from the sopranos right i would have one of those i thought about it it's like i should just buy one of these in pretty much every color same size it's the most comforting comfortable a nice quality you know because it's like they know what they're doing with their track suits um so i would live that way but as an adult i don't want to look like a like a b-boy from the 80s because mm -hmm. it'll even look more out of place in 2000 and you know 40 or whatever this is gonna be mm -hmm. so i would have to have like a, a like a nicer like you know let's just say like a versace version of the or maybe suit. um brooks uh what's that guy the kid's name from the real housewife Brooke, yeah, housewives Brooke of salt whatever, lake city yeah his stupid track brooks marks his uh Brooke marks. Ath what 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 was he calling it athleisure but it wasn't he was calling it what he called it cas leisure or something i thought he said at le like at leisure. closed caption said at leisure and i was like oh that's interesting i thought it was athleisure but yeah i think it is athleisure. i think anyway. closed captions just shit but hold on before you move on i just want to say that i'm with this i'm with you on this and i would just like to piggyback and say that on which point uh, on the point of like when you uh, when all of our dreams come true and we're older and fit you're gonna mm -hmm. be wearing silk shirts yeah i want to be dressing like mary 
from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So just like runway. Versace. Versace. And uh, yeah. what does she wear? Uh, Dior. Yeah. She's just decked out. She yeah. looks cool. Yeah. I mean, of course, you just, you know, you go and you, you, you do it up. Um, but I mean, we, I've gotten away from the point that my phone is broken. So in the back of my mind, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm about to get a new phone. But this kind of opens up like a whole, like, which phone do I get? So that's what I've been dealing with. Like literally all the way up leading to this podcast is like, oh, baby, I'm going to get this phone. But so um, I've been spending a lot of money and I, re- I just yesterday, there's an app I have called the Sneakers app. Sneakers with no, um, no, no uh, vowels. That's yeah. the app. That's and a that's very an, popular trend. It's an app. It's uh, no vowels. Yeah. yeah that's the, like how you make things cool. The no vowels do you think, trend Do you think the apps. weekend was the first person to like remove a vowel from like a word and then their name and then like it still be readable and make sense? Because it's W-E-E-K-N-D is now, weekend. I heard on a podcast, yeah. which is basically reading an article. That um, that was a tech trend in the early aughts for like Tinder, Grinder, mm. like all of those. Um, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Tinder and Grinder. Yep. But there's so many other apps that don't have vowels. It's like because it's a way to get to use that word without and branding it for yourself. Like Tinder is a word already and probably already a company named T I N D E R. And there was this this trend for like a good decade. They're not doing it as much anymore. But in Silicon Valley, where you just didn't use vowels in the names of your company and it was because so many things had already been bought so many other domains had been bought right with right, vowels right so it was a workaround well there was a band called the weekend i believe or weekend and they were like kind of like a dancey electro thing i believe mm. and uh and then all of a sudden because they were came out around the same time and then the weekend came out did you see like the plastic surgery the weekend has no it's not real i think it's a, a stunt Oh, um, but he looks like he's got big cheeks now, and he looks like he's wearing a mask on his face. Are we going to talk about Kanye and Kim breaking up? No, we're not. I'm going to finish the thought I've been. Yeah, trying to just get, get at to for the end minutes. of that thought. You got you're getting a new phone, babe. Got the sneakers <laughs> app, right? And uh, so yesterday, so in the sneakers app, this is a Nike app, and this is how crazy it is. When Nike drops like exclusive stuff to the app, you have to they they you you have to set a reminder for yourself. It's like 10 a.m. on next Saturday these Jordan 1s are going to drop. And you're like, okay, cool. Uh, these Jordan 1s are going to drop. Remind me because I like these Jordan 1s. And then like 10 minutes before they drop, you have to, they say, hey, these are dropping in 10 minutes. And so what you do is you get your fingers ready. And right at like 10 o'clock on the dot, you get a push notification on your phone. You have to click it. And then all of a sudden that, that, fo- that uh, the, uh, sneakers that drop show up on your screen then you have to kick your pick your size really quick and then you have to do your apple pay you have to have that all set up and then you're in line to get these in your size and usually if you if you look at hashtag sneaker app it sneakers app it's people who saying sorry you didn't get it sorry you didn't get it and so everybody's taking an l on the sneakers app on jordan's it's very tough to get the jordan drop um, especially Jordan ones and 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 some uh, anything any any Jordan really, it's hard, and so I've tried a bunch of times and I always try, and uh, I've gotten them once before. I got the Jordan one Obsidian, which is like a navy blue, Carolina blue, combination sneaker. It's great. It's my favorite sneaker. And then yesterday, 
there was this new, there was a Jordan one, which actually is like kind of ugly. It, it, it really is. But I it's, can't believe this. It's kind of, I like it. It kind of is cool. What but it's like a gold and my... black, but then it's got like a highlighter green like ta- tab on the top and like an inverted tongue. So like the outside of the tongue has like, you know, like the sizes and the inside of the tongue has like a Nike. They, they do Wait these deconstructed. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're called the Volt. About three months ago, I got a pair of Adidas that are oh, very cool. I know what you're cool. about to say. Yep. They're mm-hmm. very cool. They're done in collaboration with this French skater who I think is rad. And that they're means actually thinks he's cute. Basically, um, they're super <laughs> comfortable. I love them. They're like the best shoes I've gotten mm-hmm. in the past two or three years, and and it has made me like rethink my relationship with Adidas. Where I'm like, mm. why am I not just getting Adidas? These are so comfy. But on the back of them, they have this V, and it's uh, neon green. It's just on the back. It's on the ankle, a little neon green V. The rest of the color it's scheme like, is uh, black and like white. It's like reflector green. And when I got them, Nick was like, huh. I would never wear shoes like that. I could never be one of these neon green people with their neon green <laughs> shoes. And now, now you're this just is telling neon me, yellow. This is neon. You're telling me right now that you basically got the same exact thing. I was going to show you what it looks like, and I was going to grab my phone, and it's I can't. Um, yeah, well, you have something to say to me. So it's hey, you got something to say to me? Yeah, those aren't Jordans. Wow. Okay. I think the Jordan One is the perfect sneaker. There's a couple of perfect sneakers for my feet that are like I love I love the way they look and they're also very comfortable on me um number one with a bullet is the Jordan one that's my favorite and also like a guy like me in his 30s you know Whitey McWhiterson in his 30s I could go and buy these you know these other Jordan silhouettes like I could try and buy spend $170 on like a Jordan 4 or something like that there's so much more sneaker there and so much more detail and it's so so uh, synonymous with people who are just not Mr. Cornball guy walking down the street. I know who would I, when I look at Mr. Cornball guy walking down the street. Why are you and he's, pointing at me? No, I'm pointing at myself, <laughs> Mr. Cornball guy. And I see that he's just overdressing for who he is. Yeah. You're old and kind of fat, dude. Like why are you dressing in that stuff? I get a little self-conscious because I'm like, ooh, am I coming like off like that, like a try-hard mm. to other kids on the street? Mm. You know, I don't want kids. Like, if you're a kid, please wear all the cool shit that you can while you can. But there's a limit to what cool shit I can wear. Like, you know, if I were to get, like, we we're talking gold chains. Like, if I were to get a gold chain, it would be a very subdued gold chain. But if I was a kid, I'd probably try to get something cool. You know what I mean? You can't overcool yourself. You know what I mean, right? I do. I I think that the way it applies to me is like I don't feel comfortable wearing like leggings out in public right. anymore at this age. Cuz somebody's like, "Come on, old lady, like you're yeah. you, you shouldn't be wearing Put, on some, Put on some pants, lady." So, that's how I kind of feel about some of the cool sneakers. Like I like I don't I would I kind of like Yeezys. I don't like them anymore, but when I was a kid or not kid a couple years ago yeah before kanye kind of revealed himself to be whatever he's doing um but i don't like it so i i wouldn't buy them there but for a while i was like oh i really like these um you know these yeezy the wave runner yeezys you've seen them they're like gray and like aqua with like some orange highlights to them and they're like a runner sneaker do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. those are like they look like a jet ski so they call them wave runners i really liked them and they had come down in price and i was like oh maybe i'll buy these but then i was like i don't want to be like the old guy with the yeezys walking down the street it just yeah. seems like a kid's thing uh, anyway, i have a question have you finished your thought 
So I'm about to. Um, the Jordan 1 is classic, baby. It's classic. Uh, the Jordan 1, it doesn't matter what they look like. They look like, if you ever see like a hipper kind of older guy, mm-hmm. and they're they're a certain type of guy, and you look down and they really got it going on, they would have, I mean, a couple different shoes on, but one option for them is that Jordan 1. Mm. It just looks, it looks like an old school shoe. It's kind of like a high top. It's not, it doesn't have like a big crazy snaps and this and that. You just tie them. And so anytime I see one go on sale on this sneakers app, I have to try and get it. Okay. Because it's like, these are the sneakers I like and I want all of them. But they're very hard. But I did just win them yesterday. You won them in the auction. So we both have an auction issue. Uh, Well... So maybe you shouldn't this judge is not my an Disney auction. This is auction. More, this isn't an auction. Yours is a raffle. It's You're a raffle. putting a number in. It's a raffle. Mine it's is different. an auction. It's but, basically the same. But let's see. What's what is worse? Is it the fact that you're trying to buy candle snuffers for a hundred bucks? Or am I trying? I'm trying to buy $150 sneakers. Well, when I do auctions, it's just for vintage Disney gear. Right. But you're not really I would say I've bought more sneakers than you have bought auction Disney stuff. That only yeah. happened once or twice. But yeah. when you did happen it it was like four of the things that I'd bought, right? That, well, when that it time? happens, when you win the auction, this is the thing where they really get you <laughs> is when you win the auction, the auction house won't ship it to you. You have to like then pay a third party like Fred's mailing company or whatever. <laughs> Fred's and, and bank. To, yeah, and like Pensacola, Florida to go to the auction house and pick it up and package it and send it to you. And then that usually ends up costing as much as the product you won. So so let's go through your auction wins. Was the number one the um, classic Disney princess scarfs or the Snow White scarfs? The two Snow White Snow White scarfs are the most, those are my my biggest and most prized possessions that I won. And I bid on two. Just in case two, you didn't get one. Because I thought I wasn't going <laughs> to get one. Because there was like another, there was like somebody in the bidding who was like, outbidding me and I was like I'll just bid on this other one just in case I ended up winning both of them and that was a mistake that was my first mistake somebody just ran up the bid on you no uh -uh. okay no so uh, there's just too many lots in in each auction for someone to be like in there because these are all online it's too many how did you find out about these Disney auctions that are not on eBay so when I I had like a dream job in in the fall of 2016 for the month of September and half of October, I had a dream job working in an antique store in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It's like my favorite job I've ever had, month and a half. And um, basically, this woman had incredible, um, you know, home decor, furniture. She specialized in uh, high-end wallpaper as well. And she basically took me on as her apprentice. Um, and I worked in the store. It was so amazing. I had keys. You know, she would, I would go open the store, arrange things, play music, and sell a couple of goods, and then go home. And one of the auction houses, she she told me about all these New York auction houses, because she would go and bid on estates and, and auctions and stuff. And, and I just signed up for a couple of them um, when I was working for her. And I always kind of thought in my mind, one day I'll go to one of these auctions. And then when the pandemic hit, I got notifications from these different auctions ha- the auction houses that they had moved to something called Live Auctioneer, which is a online auction house. And I signed up for that. 
and I knew I found out through someone. Else, you know what? I have really I have I have lived multiple lives. I'm realizing there's this man named Sean Leventhal <laughs> who, who I worked with on a political pilot called Jump In that I wrote for um, that never got made, but was booked by but was backed by Al Roker. Um, but it, it never made it past the pilot. But I worked with Sean Leventhal and he had his own antique business as well. And so when I signed up for the live auctioneer thing, I was kind of like, I trust these auction houses, but I don't know if I trust this new format. But then Sean reached out to me and he was like, hi, I'm working for live auction house. And I see that you have signed up as a dealer. I'm going to just go ahead and approve you. And also just like, hey, what's up? Like, how you doing? You know? And I was like, oh, you're working there. So it's legit. And he was like, it's 100% legit. The all these big auction houses are working with him. And so that kind of gave me you know, the go ahead. So I started when I first went on there, I was looking at Hermes scarves, you know, just silk, um, you know, vintage scarves. Hermes. Hermes. Yeah. What did I say? Hermes. You said Hermes, but I, you're Hermes. Probably, I was saying it because I thought I was being funny by calling it like what it's not called. Is it is it Hermes or I honestly is it Hermes? don't know. I've only ever seen it spelled and I've never said it out loud. You know, it's yeah. H-E-R-M-E-S. I thought it was Hermes. Hermes. I, I've never heard Hermes. Arne. I've heard Hermes. Hermes? It's probably Hermes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, again, I've never, ever heard anyone say it out loud. Um, so I was looking at those scarves because they're so beautiful. And, and then I just started looking at like silk scarf bundles because all these auction houses will do like a collection of 10 silk scarves um, will be auctioned for like 30 bucks or whatever. And that is how I came across this vintage... French Snow White Disney collaboration that happened in like the 1950s where this French designer whose name escapes me but not like anyone on our radar it's Johnny not like, Hermes it's not like Chanel or something like that Dan, and, Dan Chanel and they did like a collaboration of these like really gorgeous Snow White scarfs with um, the when the movie came out and so I was like, oh, I'm so into this. And so I bid on one. And then, you know, you guys already heard that where like I was getting outbid on the other one. And I ended up winning both of them. But when I won both of them, I got I started getting emails about Disney um, auctions because they were like, oh, so you're into that. You know, I, I popped into that algorithm or whatever. Um, and then I started getting really deep into the Disney auctions. And I did spend I. I have been on a ton of Disney stuff and been outbid. So I I haven't won that much, but I have won um, some Donald Duck stuff, hmm. which I love. Um, I love my Donald Duck stuff and my Snow White scarf. Um, but I do have to, I, I have scaled it back big time. What, what I wanted was to get a bunch of people Christmas presents through this vintage Disney stuff, but... I just got outbid on so many things. I was like, I don't even want to tell you about the things I bid on trying to get. I tried. I wanted to get your sister an Alice in Wonderland cell, you know, like um, yeah. just like a one of the ones from the movie. And I, it started, the bidding started at 25. And I was like, okay, I'll go up to 75 on this cell. And then it sold for 250. And I was like, well, I'm not getting that. That's a, a genuine cell? Yeah. And only $250 for Alice in Wonderland? That seems low. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that there are genuine cells that are um, signed. And those go for like uh -oh. $1,500, $2,000, you know. But like just a, a basic cell. I'm glad you didn't get her that. I don't know that she would understand how 
impressive that is. So she right? wouldn't be into it. I, I think well, she'd she be could into have been it. into it, but I just think like if you're not like a like an art buff, like right. like like cartoons, like if you're not like really really into that, like. I don't know if that's like that important. By the way, um, the name Baba Booey, you yeah. know Baba Booey yeah, from the Howard course. Stern show? That stems from a cartoon cell. Oh. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So there is um, a, char- a character that was in, I think, either the uh, Hanna-Barbera universe or even... Um, maybe even a Warner Brothers cartoon. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the character sidekicks, and the character sidekick is called Baba Louie. And then so they were making fun of Gary Delabate, who is now known as Baba Booey, for being so into art, uh, the cartoon arts, and buying and like going these auctions and buying cells of like some Warner Brothers cartoons or whatever, or Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. And so they were making fun of him for being a nerd and liking this stuff. And then he was like, uh, you know, he's kind of, he's got big buck teeth. And he was just like, oh, I really liked it. I really liked it. And then they were like, well, what is it? And he was like, it, it's Baba Booey. It's Baba Booey. And then they were like, what the fuck is Baba Booey? And then they looked it up and it was Baba Louie. Mm. And then they just made fun of him for saying Baba Booey. Oh, and then I didn't so know that. they started calling him Baba Booey. Mm. Um, and now it's 50 years later and he's known as. Uh, Gary Baba Booey Delabate. Wow. That's a fun origin story. Isn't that fun. It all stems from a cell. Another I know thing, too much about. I know too much shit about not, dumb shit. Another thing I really wanted to get was that um, Disney did like a campaign in the '60s about like it, it. There's all these educational movies that Disney put out in the '60s, '50s, '60s, and '70s, where it's like you know this is how to be a good kid, and like you should make your bed and you know disney was much more involved with like the idea of creating a more um productive and well-behaved youth than they are now like no one's watching instructional disney cartoons not that i know of i guess mouser size was like the last time disney was trying to really when was that impact the kids 90s 80s impact the kids for the better even though it has been brought back a few times the mouser size thing but yeah 80s so um they did this campaign about like germs and like how to stay healthy, but the whole campaign is based on this idea of like reverse psychology. So it's um, like the the campaign is called "How to Catch a Cold," and they sh- there's all these posters that show like um, after shaking someone's hand, you should touch your eyes and stuff. And it was just so interesting to see them when you know at the same time that Disney was shutting down because of the pandemic. And so I was like, oh my God, I want to buy these posters so bad and frame them and put them up everywhere. Um, Those are cool. They're really cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, but they also, they got bought for like $500. I'd like to see these things. They're not on the- I sent them to you and your dad, but this was like six months ago. Uh, videos of them? Oh, no, not videos, no, the posters. I'd like, are they on uh, Disney Plus? They put, they put those know. on there? I don't know. You mean probably the instructional not. videos? Yeah, yeah, I probably doubt not. it. Probably I doubt not. it. There's a lot of stuff that I want on Disney Plus, but they might not. I, I hope just uh, that they they just have too many other properties now with the Marvel that I feel like that they can get away with not putting that much new Disney stuff in the vault because things that I want on there, and you can see a lot of them on YouTube, but I want like mastered or remastered versions of like their Christmas specials mm. from the 80s and the 90s yes. and like park tours and I, like I op- had... like Epcot is opening. Here's the special we put on ABC or right. whatever. I, I want all that stuff. Or like 
I had like a VHS of like 12 short Disney cartoons and I watched it over and over again as a kid. They might be there. And I'm like, where the hell are Are they? Are these the Mickey Mouse cartoons? No, they're not Mickey Mouse. Some of them, one of them had the racist crows in there. You know, like the crows that are Mm -hmm. like smoking cigars and stuff. And it was just like a short about the crows. That's interesting. Yeah, that might not make it. But um, no, I want to see, there's so much Disney stuff that never really was theatrically released stuff. God, you know, you and I listened to, or you got me into Podcast The Ride, which, um, shout out to Podcast The Ride. You're um, doing everything we would love to do. I love Podcast The Ride. I it's love great. Podcast They, they just the talk about theme parks, and, and, and I love it. So they talk a lot, obviously, about Disney. They're all kind of Disney freaks. They're Disney and, heads. And um, they, were ta- they were talking about, uh, you know, some of the specials and stuff. But um, one of the guys on there were, I mean, all of them feel this way. But one of them was talking about, like, their love. And this I connected to this so much. Their love for when they would go to a Disney resort or any resort, mm-hmm. turning on the TV and watching the information channel. Mm. that is and you and it's just people like what's happening in the parks <sighs> and i fucking love that so much yeah as a kid and yeah. still today that i and i i'm sure right now i can i haven't done it yet i can go put it in youtube and somebody has like two hours of the information channel you yeah. know what i mean but like i would love that stuff to be up on the disney plus app yeah like, show me the the information channel from 1978 That'd you know what incredible. i mean uh, or whatever they started doing it that that stuff is so niche i just really like old i like vintage media so I like old media stuff. Like I like you know things that are ripped off of VHSs, and 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 I like you know the amount of times where I've I've watched far too long of like 1990s commercial edits, where it's just edits of just commercials from the 90s. I found this. Uh, um, I don't I found, know why. But I found the so national program that was made in the 1950s, and I talked to you about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I watched a little of it with you. I saw it. You yeah. ha- we, you watched the Tennessee one where they were talking mm-hmm. about how they stopped the Tennessee floods. Um, but I want to talk. I want you to see the North Carolina one because it's like a, a, it's like an infomercial that the that the federal government put out for why you should visit North Carolina, and it's in the made in the like late 40s, early 50s, and it's just them, you know, going to all the great things North Carolina has to offer. And then there's one part where they were like, in the mountains, you can see the old timey festival, old, old timey music festival, and get a glimpse of this rural population's rustic roots, and then you see the most terrifying people i have ever (laughs) seen i mean these are like the people like these are my ancestors but they look like they're from like the early 1800s and it's like wow this footage is priceless i can't wait to show you we're gonna Um, do that today by the way okay that sounds good um folks i think that has been the show for uh at least our portion of ashley and i just talking so why don't we take a break? Well, before we take a break, let's talk about what Married at uh, First Sight is about. Sure. So we watched a show. Married at First Sight is on Netflix. Uh, it starts with season nine. We just watched the first episode of season nine. Our guest, Joe Firestone, who you're, you'll hear in a few uh, seconds, she watched like the first three episodes. But uh, I think we should tell you a little bit about this show just based upon the fact that our interview really doesn't do a good job of that. As we said before, it's just us goofing around and having fun 
fun. And uh, we do talk about it. Don't worry. We, we, we talk about it. That's our jumping off point. But um, Ashley has like a little synopsis of what uh, what Married at First Sight is. Ash? And this is my synopsis, not the show's synopsis. But basically you get, you they go to a city and then they have an open call for singles and like thousands of people show up. And there's it's kind of like um, American Idol in the sense that there's like all this whole interview process and you see people getting weeded out in the first episode. And if you make it to the last round you're actually meeting the um three sort of reality um not reality romance coaches who are matchmakers they're like professional matchmakers and these three uh decide on the final couples there's going to be four final couples so they decide on the last eight people they decide who's going to get paired with who and you get like a little personality um you you get a, a glimpse into who these people are and then they're engaged quote unquote for two weeks before they get married now we haven't actually made it to the marriage portion yet nick and i um joe has i think um because she just like went with it she just was like watching the show we just asked her to watch the first episode and to be honest i picked this show and asked her to watch it to talk about it on the pod because i thought she would hate it i was prepared to go into this interview <laughs> yeah. with her being like this is sick yeah. these people are being taken advantage of um, um, well, you'll you'll notice through the interview, quite the contrary. She loved it. She loved it. She wants to do it. She, she wants we to learn. be married at first sight. Now, she does live with a partner. Yeah. So I don't know how <laughs> he feels about this, but she does want to be married at first sight. And we had a really fun interview. And once again, I mean, continue to listen to this. It's coming up right after the break here. But uh, we have a video up on YouTube of this interview. So just search our YouTube um, uh, Reality Blows podcast on YouTube or go to realityblowspodcast.com and just click the YouTube link and uh, you can watch it there. It'll be fun. You can see our faces. And you should um, follow Joe on Instagram at Yo-Yo Firestone. Catch her in Shrill um, and Joe Para talks to you. And she actually has like an Adult Swim special out that just premiered, right? Yeah, it's called Rate the Cookie. It's super fun. Um, and she has a podcast on Comedy Central called Everyday Decisions and I was a guest on that podcast. You should check out our episode. It was great. Folks, uh, enjoy our interview with Joe Firestone. And we are here with our <laughs> we are here with our guest, Joe, Joe Firestone. Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad this started when it did. Yes. Yeah, right on time, one might <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Um, Joe, we're really pumped to have you on. We know that you classically dislike reality television. Don't put that on me. Well, I think you put it on yourself. I think that you have said you, you don't like it. Tell us tell us about your relationship with reality TV. I don't like the music. Oh, that's the issue. That's interesting. <laughs> well, there's one part of reality TV that's like, and it's so stupid. And I don't understand why we listen to that music and accept it. Are you talking about tension building? Is that yes. something that bothers you? Okay. And then also when they're having a good time music. Mm, like dee, 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 yeah dee, dee, but also that it's like and he's in, and it's some kind of a musician singing but no one will ever hear them okay i think that what i don't like is seeing people eating bugs and people crying okay <laughs> so as long as people aren't crying and eating bugs i'm there for it now we know you liked encore you got into encore on yeah. our suggestion go ahead and yeah. credit us for yeah, that I credit yeah. you because <laughs> you know what there's no one eating bugs on that show and yeah, but didn't you find Encore like a teeny bit sad? Like yes. a little bit? <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. It's kind of like the eating bugs of people who can't forget <laughs> about high school. Do you know what I mean? It's like that is true. Encore. It's like there's few people who are like, yeah, I'm like a cop now. 
Um, but like, I'll go on there and see if I could still sing. And then there's like two people who are like, I've been sitting and waiting for Disney plus to be invented so that I could go back to my high school gymnasium yeah. and, uh, play, uh, you know, d- d- sing, putting on the Ritz in front of my uh, fiance and his stepson or whatever. Did you see the Chelsco episode? Do you know who Chelsco is? Is Chelsco on your radar? The, the voiceover artist? No, not voice. What, what is Chelsea? Does Chelsea <laughs> no. credit herself as a voiceover? Artist? Probably. Chelsea's oh, the, the musician. The hot yeah, musician. She, she is yeah, a musician. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, and yes. She's I always wearing. And always wearing the wrong outfit. Our friends were like, Chelsea, nice to see you again. And she's, she's like, like, it's Chelsea. I'm a brand. <laughs> I'm a Chelsea now. Um, Chelsea moved to flowers. Connecticut, by the way. What? Really? Yeah, she moved to Connecticut to live with her college roommate. Wait, Joe, what did you say about Chelsea? I said she had a lot of followers. Do you feel something? Because they are bought. They no. are they they were bought no. because I don't understand wh- what else is going on on her Instagram because I go on there and her Twitter, mainly her Instagram. She's got like 900,000 followers, 90,000, some huge number, but p- only difference. 20 people like her. OK, you know what? I'm going to look right now. No, only people no. only like 20 people like her photos. There's no interaction. That. Okay, uh, so yeah. stop, to yelling, say. stop yelling over our guest about Chelsea. I'm all worked up. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad that you liked it. Ashley bailed on it. She could not watch it because it got her too sad. She it made was, me cry every episode. Much. Why did it make you cry sadness? I think it's really a happy show. And in fact, I was having the time of my life. I was doing that thing. You know, when you get lost and you end up scratching your teeth. No, <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Huh? Like that? Oh, you mean uh, like this? You're like, you're like. Yeah, yes, that, not yeah. that. Oh, yeah, then I know. Yeah, exactly. I was getting lost in it, scratching my teeth so hard. I almost bled. I was so into it. Wow. Well, it sounds like for your gums' sake, it's good you quit watching I it. Just, well, I just, I watched three episodes, and I find that one thing that bothers me is that why did they label that woman the weird girl? Well, she's not that weird. The weirdest part about her is how often she refers to herself as the weird girl and all her family. I mean, that dad, though. Oh, oh. I don't know what you're talking we about. We don't know what episode <laughs> you're talking about, but it could sort of fit in everyone. But yeah, I feel like there was a weird girl every episode. I mean, no, there was... She's not weird. She's just like, everyone's like, Elizabeth is such a weirdo. And then Elizabeth's like, I'm a weirdo. And then they're like, she's normal. She's got mm. a no- She's a no- She's an account executive. Oh, yeah. well, that's not very weird. She just dyes her hair red. Oh, okay. Well, that's what a, a little freak. fringy. That's, a, that's freaky. It's on the fringe. Nah. Uh, <laughs> disagree. <laughs> so, I mean, we're not here really to talk about this uh, this show. Although, I do. I'm curious. Did you do? Did you like the show because you were part of uh, theater? Uh, is that what you liked? Um, Encore. Married at first sight. Oh wait, are we not still talking about Encore? <laughs> what? Wait, what show? Are Where we talking is the about? weird girl with red hair? It's it's the oh, it's the girl on Married at First Sight. Now yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> now yeah. I got you. Was it odd when you were telling us about that and actually like we didn't watch that episode anyway? <laughs> well, let's talk about something else. <laughs> that must have felt so weird, Joe. I, it did. It did feel weird. We're all the weird girl right now. <laughs> God, dye my hair red and call me annoying. Yes, you're right. Uh, let's just jump in. Why we? Why did oh, okay. I try to continue the encore conversation? Probably because I really loved that show. Um, okay. okay, first impressions. Married at Sight. They open up, right? This is the first episode. We're talking about the first episode of season nine, which yeah. is filmed in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. And they open up with giving which us looks like, like a hell of a town. 
<laughs> hey, Ashley's family's from there. No one in my family's from there, but oh. they do live there. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. It Never looks mind. like a hell of a town. It's yeah. not great. It's not great. And yeah. I will say that anytime someone who is from New York or New Jersey moves to North Carolina, they're always like, yeah, I'm moving to Charlotte. That's where everyone moves to from out of state. It's, it's like, like the metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. And it show, sucks. They, the, the tuck store, the, the tuck store officially endorsed by the television show. Has four tuxes total. Wow. That's uh, what kind of town is this? this did is we see that on the first? Yeah, you see, I've watched three episodes. Okay, uh, now. Oh, good. Okay. And I've seen I've seen a lot of where it goes, and I got it, I got an issue with it. Good. I think this show should be 16 minutes long. Well, the second episode was an hour and 20 minutes. You sat through that. I think it was two hours. It was so <laughs> long. Oh, okay. yeah, that is that is an hour. No. An hour and 20 minutes is two hours. No, no 120 minutes is Thank two you so hours. Much. Thank you so much. Okay, an hour is- and 20 minutes is uh, an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's 80 actually, minutes. It's 80, okay. 80 minutes. That's actually edited as well. <laughs> okay. So it opens up this first episode and it's like, this is what the show's about. We've had six successful marriages. Four babies have come Dr. out of the show. Pepper. Dr. Pepper shorts. Dr. Pepper shorts. shorts. Wait, if you were, if you were a name, shorts. shorts. And you became a doctor. Yeah. What, yeah. I mean, that's just, you wouldn't go by Dr. Pepper, would you? I love her. She's also like. Sprite Firestone. And I went by Sprite. You should. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Well, you know, Dr. Pepper Schwartz, first of all, I, I must have not been paying attention in the very beginning. This is season nine that is on Netflix that we started with. But like, is she a doctor of sass? Like, I don't re- What is she a doctor of? Mm. She just She's- goes in their houses and like looks at their underwear. And is like, I do not like her touching the underwear. Odd. I thought it that was, was too much. It she was was, yeah, it crossed the line. That's for sure. But it made me wonder what like what kind of trash person I'd be set up with if she saw my house. That's true. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they, she would come in. Do you think she's basing a lot off of the house, though? I always thought it was like the house is just like, mm, we could see this person has furniture, so they're not a psychopath. <laughs> well, she's like, we we really like it, the house shows us what these people aren't telling us. And I know for a fact, Joe likes to make little miniature foods out of Play-Doh. And I think Dr. Pepper Shorts would have a lot to say about that. No, no. First of all, I want to ask you because you're supposedly engaged. Did you have hey. similar, <laughs> similar <laughs> housing situations before you got together? No, wildly different. Wildly no, different? it's very different. Very different. Well, no, not that bad. You were living on a futon in someone's kitchen, and I had a giant room. Actually, I told you never to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> with beautiful windows in Greenpoint. Uh, yeah, and a place that we had to literally, I had to systematically go through all of your clothes in your closet because they all smelled. All right. So what does that have to do with I'm just saying we <laughs> all have our things. That's just because I wasn't wearing and deodorant. Teach Ashley about Nick. deodorant. That has nothing you know, to do you with- really shouldn't put your clothes away sweaty because that's how you get moths. Oh, and Ashley loves moths. She gets okay, them all the time. That's not how you get moths. How yeah, many I'm times have we had moths? No, you got to get little cedar blocks. Uh, uh, $16. Yeah, they don't really do much. But oh. listen, I, I've been dealing with moths my whole life. Um, all right, this is getting away from They're us not here. born from sweaty clothes. There have to be like moth eggs that get involved somehow. And that's not what I heard from Joe. Yeah, not what I ago. heard. <laughs> Um, well, listen, I don't I, I don't mean to pick on Ashley and, and the fact that her all her clothes smelled when I met her. Yeah, that has nothing to do with our living situation. No, she's now look at her. She smells great. Now look at her. She smells great. She does smell great. Look now, at her. 
I don't know. So, Joe, Joe, okay, let's let's get into it here. Yeah. So you hear the show's premise. Okay. First two minutes. They're like, this is what the show's about. What are your initial thoughts? I feel bad for the thousands of people that do not get selected. Oh, that is hard. And I think what they should do is show a mixer where all the other people that want to get married really fast get to go to and meet each other. Mm, so, so you're saying there should be some runoff. They should deal with the runoff by putting them in a room and having just, them chit-chat. Yeah, it's just, it's hard. I mean, all of, also all of them are so attractive. Now, I, I always think you're, if you're really attractive, you're probably married at 25, right? Wait a minute. I'm so sorry. I hate to interrupt you, but did you say that all of them were really attractive? Yeah, they're all really attractive. They all have white teeth. They did have white teeth. You're right. I Everyone find I found that white. most of them looked attractive enough to be on TV and me not to turn it off, but ugly enough for to make sense why they wanted to be uh, set up in an arranged marriage before the age of 30. I Are found you serious? Them- yeah. Yeah. I thought they were all so cool looking. I thought, oh, there was a couple people in there that I'm like, well, what's going on with this person? And then it turned out religion was happening. Oh, Um, yeah. So I was like, okay, that makes more sense. I I don't understand. I mean, the full concept here, married at first sight. uh, I I asked Ashley, why are these people doing this? And Ashley hit me back with they want to be on TV. And then I said, okay, I kind of understand that. But this is pretty extreme. It's pretty extreme. They want to be on TV, but they are also outliers, I think, socially. And they think this is their one chance to meet up with someone. I want to do it. What? I want to be on the show. Wait a minute, Joe. I, I... I think you have a partner that you live no, with. Like he's fine with it. It's, <laughs> it's, he, I think it's the most romantic thing. <laughs> Everyone's going to work out. Everyone's getting along and is going to work out. I, I don't, I don't think that that's going to happen just no, because. I think so, because everyone is working out and been set up by uh, experts. <laughs> so wait a minute. You're Dr. Th- Pepper Schwartz. <laughs> You're going to take her word for it. You're three episodes in and you think these are all home runs. Yeah, it's actually going to be a season where everyone works out. Wow. So you weren't put off by these people and they're like, you don't think that it is like um, off-putting that these no. people are into this mm-hmm. idea. Because when no. I'm watching this, I'm turned off by the people because I'm like, mm-hmm. why would they be in? Why would they sign up for this? I thought that was completely logical. And I actually want to do it. I think it's really romantic. And okay. how fast, how fast do you get to get married? <laughs> Like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. I think it's really fun and really cool. And in fact, if I ever do get married, I'm going to insist that we pretend it's at first sight. (laughs) That's going to be the theme of Well, I guess if Joe wants to do this, maybe we should put Joe through right now, like a couple of those Dr. Pepper Schwartz tests. Yeah. To see who she would be maybe perfectly matched. Dr. Pepper Schwartz. How do you feel about religion? the, The villain in Adam's family, too. Dr. Pepper. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, Joan Cusack. Yeah. No, 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 no. Adam's family won. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yeah, I don't well, know who was the villain there. in there? Frankenstein? I forget no, those movies. No, no, no. Fester. Fester had a Fester was adopted by a woman and Dr. Pepper Schwartz. And she brought Fester back to the Adams to get the family fortune. Oh, no, right. That's Dr. Pepper. That's Adam's family too. Is it? No. Family values. No, no, no I think values. I think she's right. I think she's right. God damn it, I think she's right. 
Yeah, Dr. Pepper Schwartz. So, let, Joe, you all right. So you're going to be married at first sight. We're going to see if we can yes. f- match you up with some people here. Yes. Um, so we got to put you through. I do not want them to be a five foot tall Jewish person. That's me. OK, so just so you know. So as long that's that's your big that's your big no. Is it just nobody that's exactly like you? Yeah, because I think if I have a children with this person, they're going to get smaller, smaller. Can't find them. Right, right. So I'm just saying this just because you didn't say it, but like under under the height of five foot is also out. Uh, they could be under five foot or over five foot. Right, just not, just not five, five foot. foot. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, that's pretty good. That's a big range. Okay, so when they were asking these questions, what's your religion? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about skin color? Like, what yeah. do you think about sex? Are you into mm-hmm. kinky they stuff? They never said, how do you feel about skin color? Well, what did they say? <laughs> they were just like, so who do you see yourself dating? And then everybody was like, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, so like, you see me? Uh, I'd like it if me looked like her, except girl. And then everybody was like, so you're a black person. You'd like to marry another black person? And they were like, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> and he was like, OK. Um, but yeah, I don't think uh, you could ever ask the question, how do you feel about skin? But color? it was like, do you want to date within uh, whatever? Let's <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. How no did editing. you feel? How did you feel about this line of questions? Did you think that any were left out? that you felt like were really important because I did. I thought there were some questions that could like have been what? asked. Do Tell you me about your go to Disney World? Yeah, that would be a good freaking question. Thank you. Also, what are, are you in debt? Where was that question? Oh, Where was That's that question? Oh. Do you talk to your family? Where was that question? Okay. So for the people Do you have any sort of hold on, hold medical on. issues. My you seem to be getting heated. My sister-in-law said this to me. Okay. She said there's three rules. For marrying somebody okay and i'll only tell you one of them and be asked back on the podcast to reveal the other two okay okay let's okay. let's go okay one of them is that you have to have similar family values mm, like adam's family values yeah, or like, adam's like both on dvd yeah, dr pepper shorts oh good <laughs> Well, and I'm then in. what's two and three? Just go ahead and let us know. Uh, I'd have this to be asked back. They escaped my mind. It's not going to be a two-parter. What are no. the? Uh, come on. I mean, you can come back. You will definitely be back to talk about a show. But Thanks give us so one much. more. I'm very curious. Okay, that you have to be really into the way they look because you're going to get into fights with them, and you have to still find them attractive even when you're mad at them. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. That one is your sister-in-law, Dr. Pepper Schwartz. Yeah, she's Dr. Pepper Schwartz. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that name. So it seems like the big takeaway from the show is that we're really fascinated with this one person's name. Well, I mean, there's a bit there's lots of takeaways. So let's talk about a little bit about the couples that they coupled up. Okay, so matches you find that. Did you find that they had matched the perfect people? Let's go back to when they were like deciding who was on the table and who wasn't on the table. They had matched a few people up and then there were two sets of possible couples that they were going to use. They eventually picked um, the couple of the uh, very tall basketball player man who plays professional basketball player uh, plays professional basketball in Europe in Europe and then the woman whose thing was I don't wear makeup that was like her thing Amber right so okay so they they chose them but but they were going to possibly choose a a a woman named Maitland Raven and Simone Raven no 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 no. it wasn't Simone it was Raven no 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 (laughs) no 
and May, Maitland. It was Maitland, Maitland and Raven. Now, who, now she owned her own business. She was really anal. She was like type A and like had her own business. And she would like she like took out like her little like makeup thing and like put it like back and like tucked it in. put I it away. And they were like, and maybe we'll we'll, we'll match her, her up with Raven. And they cut to Raven and he's like painting like an abstract picture on his like kitchen counter. He lives with like 11 guys. And then they go into his bedroom and he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about getting a bed. And yeah, like and they were like, what about that pile of clothes over there? They're like, that's my junk clothes. I'm going <laughs> to organize those one day and they're like do we think that these two might be a good match and they had to like think about it for a commercial break yeah. um i thought that was absolutely ridiculous but you know that guy got canceled because they thought he was going to be like a serial killer or something like he seemed insane they were like what? well because they were like no he was he's really into arranged marriages his grandfather was in an arranged marriage and we're just I like don't... they don't explain why like if he's part of some if it's part of his culture or religion he just looked like some weirdo like white guy who lives in the woods and his grandfather well, was arranged marriage and he didn't have a bed and he lived with eight guys and he was 30 i just like, thought he was short I really did not. I, I don't think I don't see height on television. First of all, that's all Ashley looks for. Mm -hmm. Are height. you serious? Yeah, I that's look right. at how people stand in door frames. Well, what the? F I, honestly, this is it's kind of fucked up because I did think that as a short person, the only possible avenue that you could disguise it would be television. Well, just don't stand in a door frame or next to an IKEA dresser. Because I have good specs on those. So, Joe, Wait, are you five foot? They are too tall. They are too tall. What do you have to say about this guy, Raven, and, and the little rant Nick went on? What were your impressions? I, just, I didn't get that at all. And I thought that he was really cool. And I thought that he was going to be set up with Amber because they were friends. That's what I thought, too. Oh, that was that I, was Amber's friend? Yeah. Um, what a friend couple they must be. I really thought they were going to be set up. And I kept waiting for Dr. Pepper Shorts to be like, why haven't you guys ever dated? Like, what's your deal? What's your backstory? How would you feel if we set you yeah. up? Because they were like not only friends, but they were like best friends, right? Yeah. And yeah. why is the show so long? Here's the problem with it. Okay. They say, they say, uh, and now they're about to get married. Then it's a commercial break. And then they're like, and now they're about to get married. And you got to watch the whole thing over again. You feel crazy. Yeah. At real reality pros like know to like fast, they just want the goods and they like spark notes it and they, fast forward to certain parts i'm like a semi-reality pro where i know like on netflix how long the replay is going to be from last episode so mm -hmm. i can i'm i i pride myself on the fact that i fast forward and then i i press play right when the actual episode starts and it's i'll tell you cool. what on a thank you on a one hour episode if it's like competition reality where you really have to recap what's going on it's about two to two and a half minutes into the episode where you're going to want to start that's just a little that's a little nick tip but Nick has also been known to like a, a, a season and then just watch like every other app and go and like watch the end. Well, that's, I, I think I've never recap. done that in my life. I thought you were talking about that with Chris about skipping through. No, Chris skips through stuff. Chris Lake wow. is a madman. Wow. Uh, he skips through. He's just like he'd watch the show and be like, this is great. But he knows and he doesn't care enough about reality uh, like that we do. So like if he was watching this show, he would go and be like, OK, I watched the first episode. Let's see what it's going on. Episode seven. Mm -hmm. And then he realizes by what you just said, because it's not just every commercial break. It's really like there's three episodes of filler. And then you're like, really, you can catch up with the storyline by watching the recap on episode seven. And then you're there and you've saved yeah. yourself a day worth of yeah. time. Well, I want to know, I guess the problem, I, I think that the another problem with this show is like, um, 
I don't know. I guess it just seems like it's there must be some trauma there. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Big and, time. And I just feel like they kind of rely on the labels. Okay, the labels kind of made me sad. And the labels seem to be just little trauma reminders where it's like ex basketball player never right. wears makeup. Right. And that's right. your your catch line. Catch oh, that's got to be heartbreaking when you put virgin, the show on. Virgin forever. Also works with children. Those children are going to make fun of her. Yeah. D- dates doesn't date, hasn't dated for 10 years or I mean, whatever. They made her say that so many times in the yeah. edit. They really yeah. put that on a, like a Okay, let's. Let's talk about each couple, okay? DJ so- haven't dated in 10 years. <laughs> like DJ Khaled. <laughs> Air yeah. horns go off after it. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about each couple. Air horns? I knew. I just thought dated. it was funny to call you out on air horns after <laughs> that DJ Khaled thing. Like what you did was over the line when clearly no one knew what Joe was talking about. Um, so oh my Joe. God. Ashley. That was the thing. I thought it was funny because we were making fun of Ashley, but really, I was thinking you were the crazy one. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. All right. So, Joe, we've talked a little bit about the couple that didn't make it, right? Raven and Maitland. But the couple yeah. that did make it was no makeup and tall basketball player, man. Did you feel like they were a perfect match? I didn't like how much she was talking about kissing him. I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable for her family, but I understand attraction. Now you're not talking about the first episode here. Oh, shoot. I think you are because when, when they broke the news to her, she was like, I'm thinking about marrying him. Why can't we just see him and kiss him? Remember in the gym, she was like, got the news broke to her in the gym gymnasium. Okay. I, I know what you're speaking about. That did make me feel a little uncomfortable as well. During did the you... wedding, she still talks about how she wants to kiss him and kiss him and kiss him. She can't wait to kiss him more. Which is, by the way, I wanted to tell you, I can't wait to kiss my boyfriend after this podcast. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> um, okay. Inappropriate. So okay, so you had brought up you had brought up height before. Yeah. And uh-huh. and she's five two. This was a part, this was a little storyline. She's five two. She's five two. Yes, and I she, thought she and was like five four. He's six nine. So, do you feel like uh, if this was you, right, um, and you were the five two person here, and you were like, please, nobody, that's my height, and then they brought you a six nine human, how's that make you feel? I think that'd be pretty cool. Sex would just be me rolling up in a little ball, rolling all over. <laughs> yeah, well, you would be almost down. like a pinball, like just yeah. kind of bouncing <laughs> around to different. <laughs> Of a six, nine and sucking, going down, yeah, going up, going down. He just passed me around like a basketball. That's true. Well, pass you around. He's only one, one other person in there, but you know, to, to each his own. I'll write that down. Wants yeah. to be passed around like a basketball. Okay, that's a good thing. We'll tell your future husband. I can't wait to be married at first sight. Don't you think it'd be really good? No, uh-huh. I don't think no. I personally don't think it would be that good. Not into it. I'm I I'm not a a married at first sight person. I, I'll gawk. I think you got to be coming from a pretty, you know, unbalanced place to I'm gonna, sign I'm gonna up for out. this. I'm going to try uh-huh. for season 10. What about OK, so let's talk about the um the virgin lady. Yes. Got got uh hooked up with the guy who uh, is like a youth. Gym teacher, uh, leader, gym teacher, basketball coach guy mm-hmm. who I thought was very cool 
I thought he was a cool guy who probably didn't deserve made the least amount of sense why he was on the show. He looked to be about 30 years old, had a really nice job. He had his like own like uh, place in, in, in Charlotte. He looked like he dressed well. The guy who set him up was like also like had a lot of jokes, like as if when they were interviewing him, it was like, yeah, I have sex with women. Like, I don't have any trouble with that. Cause like when they set yeah. him up, he was like, got to throw away that, uh, your Rolodex, my man. And he was like, oh, I got to throw away my whole phone. It's like, okay, you don't have any trouble finding a woman. So why are you here just trying to get married immediately? They never brought up religion yet. They, they set him up with a, a very uh, religious person who was a virgin because of her religion and was 28 years old. So, 27, I so, think. so how did you feel about that couple? I thought that maybe he was wanting to be religious. Is that I what it that is? I think he was turning a point in his life where he wanted to stop doing that. And he didn't know how to meet a, like his mom is so like beautiful and perfect and seems like upstanding. And right. it seemed like he was looking for someone. A lot of these people are looking for someone exactly like their opposite sex parent, which really upsets me quite a bit. It's upsetting. Is yeah. that what, is that what you're doing? Would you no, say? No, I would say that's not what I'm doing pretty much at all. So you're not dating your dad. I would say no. Okay. I would say no. Yeah. I'll write that down. Yeah, write it down. Yeah, he was. Um, he he did have a religious bent for sure. And I thought this was the most attractive couple. You know, I thought that this couple aesthetically seemed like the most. They they made the most yes. sense aesthetically. I think they were oh, probably. I, I think yeah. everyone was so attractive. Yeah. Yeah, you said that. You I found that, that odd. Okay. Um, what do you think about what do you think about red hair, the weird one, and the guy? What was he? Uh, he had a bald head Amy. and like he had ears like this. Jamie and <laughs> big teeth. All these people had such big teeth. How do they do it? Like Charlotte. Charlotte's making big teeth people. So how do you, what's her name? Amy? No. Uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. How come they all had to have the same wedding. That kind of bummed me out. We didn't see that part. Listen, Joe, I have a question oh. about her though. So um what what do you think of a person when in an introduction they're like, I think I'm hilarious. I crack myself up all the time. Do you think that that person's a person who's actually funny? Uh-huh. Hmm. See, I find that to be a red flag. Anybody who proclaims something about themselves upon meeting. Right. Not yeah. only did that bother Nick, but he rewound it so that I could watch it again <laughs> yeah. because he was like, you have to watch this part. She says she's hilarious. I thought she was charming. I really do think she's doing great. And I understand what is the dynamic between her and her dad. That really did upset me quite a bit, especially because her dad is really weird about the sexual stuff. So we didn't know. Ooh, we don't. We haven't seen that yet. We're gonna, we dad. will watch the show. Her dad I, can't watch her kiss. Well, why would he want to? Yeah, that seems normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. I, don't I, you think it might be weird if your dad was like, hey, I, if you're going to kiss, you do it in front of me. I got to watch that. I have to that. go. I have to go, though. <laughs> Come on. Kiss in front of daddy. <laughs> when she was introducing herself, she was like, I'm a financial analyst. And then she goes, for my dad's company. She works like, for her dad. She loves her dad. She's her best friend's dad. I mean, she's her, best her dad's is, best friend. Is she her dad's best friend or is her dad her best friend? Her dad is her best friend. She doesn't even seem to engage with her mom. Oh, was her mom there? Yep. And she didn't even really give her any time of day. What did you and think so about her paintings? And why did everyone on the show paint? There's a lot of artists in Charlotte. <laughs> you got to do something. There's nothing to do. Yeah, for real. That town. <laughs> so, um, so, so there's a scene where he, she kisses uh, her, uh, that Father. man, the bald yeah, man in front dad. of her dad and her dad like winces or says, don't kiss in front winces of me. Winces and hates it and says he hates the new husband. 
<gasps> did they wow. kiss with tongue in front of the dad? Ew. I mean, they dipped. First kiss oh, was a, a dip, dip kiss. A dip kiss. Actually, I feel like this woman would really respond well to a dip kiss. Yeah. She does. She fucking loves him. They yeah. have the best time together. They're having a blast. No one will break up. This wow. is the way to go. I think this should be the way to go. The government should do it. That was my prediction for the, the couple that was going to not you, make it. You trust the government to set people up? I want the government to read my emails and set me up with the perfect mate. I do wish the NSA would, if they're going to read my emails, if they could just make a personality chart and tell me about my strengths and weaknesses and how I can best apply myself in this life. Okay. If they are taking all this information. Now, what about the religious couple? 10 years, the lady who hasn't dated in 10 years. Oh, they're going to be set. They're going to be okay. Right. He, uh, she seems kind of rambunctious and fun, and and he's got like a sneaky, really fit life and fit body. Well, I love him. He was my favorite. And when we were watching, he did something where Nick, where you were like, "That's your guy." Do you remember what he did? Uh, I don't remember. He had big no. beanbag chairs. That was probably oh, that he was did. he had two beanbag chairs. That's what drew me into this show, where I was <laughs> like, "Oh, we're going into their houses, and this guy's furniture is two separate beanbag chairs, and he's there's only one person who lives there." He- <laughs> I think I'm gonna like this guy. <laughs> also, he does a thing where he reads the Bible on a beanbag chair. Right. Yeah. I mean, talk about categories. <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. I liked him the most. I don't know why. I wish I could remember. No, nobody knows why. Um, but uh, he was uh, he was also he was very athletic. He was running. He was fit. Yeah, they're cute. She seems like she'd be fun. Like they would do things like plan like adventures at the national par- national parks together. And well, stuff there was like a that. moment where she you saw her swinging a golf club somewhere, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, she uh, she does active stuff. They she might be active. Out. Are they gonna make it? Yeah, everyone's gonna make it. So even even basketball player and no makeup are going to make it. Did they get along in real life? Yes, they loved each other. They were so magically into each other. And let me tell you this. If you were followed around while you were doing activities, would you be doing golf? No. Here's what I would be doing. I'd be cleaning out my toes and walking around my apartment. Why? Why did you do that? I don't have any other activities. Okay. And that's just to say that I'd be set up with some trash. Well, let's not forget that I was in a documentary and I was cut out of it and I had to set up activities. And one of those activities was getting my aura read with you, Joe. Remember that? So that could be a fun activity you could do. They cited that as the reason they cut Ashley out, by the way. Mm -hmm. Did she tell you that? That's interesting. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. You know, Just for Laughs is an incredible festival. And it's, I wanted to mention that right now, that it's a huge platform for people everywhere. It yeah, is. They, and they made us talk about it at lunch. Did you guys, did you guys attend a virtual JFL this year? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, do you want to know what I ordered for lunch on a documentary? Yes. Wait, hold on. You left that. So Joe is about to tell us what she ordered for lunch on a documentary. Four different mayonnaise-based salads. It was like a she got a tray of dips and they were all mayonnaise-based and it was like the height of summer. And the tray was dressed with like wilted iceberg and it just looked lumpy. And it looked it looked like a mistake. So let me guess the uh, the mayonnaise based salads. Was that what they were? Mm-hmm. So was it like a potato salad? There's mm-hmm. a potato salad, tuna well, salad. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I was guessing. <laughs> the fuck? This podcast is over. <laughs> uh, listen, if you're going to co- come on salad talk, let me guess. 
It's literally what we do here. Talk. Wait, let me. Can I please come back on salad talk? No, <laughs> you don't get it. I sent you a PDF, a seven page PDF on how this goes. We talk about a random television show, <laughs> and then you admit to us that your daddy likes to watch you kiss. <laughs> and then we talk about your lumpy salads. Guests or salads? You already got, you got two. Well, it was a, One, obviously potato, potato salad. salad, tuna salad. Yeah. Yes. They didn't do a tuna salad and a chicken salad, did they? Uh, food salad, macaroni salad. I think, like macaroni I think it was salad. macaroni, egg, tuna, and potato. Okay, that's disgusting. It was All nasty. at once? Why did they do that to you? Was it a know, prank, Doc? Joe ordered it with authority, too. She's like, I'll have the salads, the mayonnaise-based salad. She's like, uh, ma'am, that's four different dishes. She's like, I want them all. <laughs> She's like, all right, that'll be $345. Joe, I picked this show because I thought you were going to hate it. No, I love it. I think everyone's going to work out. I want to be married at first sight. <laughs> we all do. Are you going to watch? You're going to keep watching it? Yeah, I already watched three episodes. Great. And you're going to finish the season? I might. Do it. Finish that season. Go through with it. Do you so you I, I really am in shock here because Nick put me in charge of picking the show for you. And I was like, I'm really going to get her. I'm going to pick a show she's not going to like. And then you come back. You love it. You love it. Show's yeah. your favorite show. You're going to work on mm -hmm. it. You're trying to get on it. You want to be married at first sight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, this was a great recommendation. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations, I guess. I'm, I'm glad we matched you guys. I mean, we kind of were like. Dr. Pepper Schwartz in matching her with the perfect show. Uh, yeah, we, actually, you are you're Pepper, Dr. Pepper Schwartz. Thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what Nick just said, and oh. I love that. <laughs> I love that you also feel that way, Dr. Pepper Schwartz. Right. Well, Joe, thank you for being on this show. Yes. Uh, thank you for giving up your time. I mean, you went above and beyond. You watched more than we even asked. Um, yeah. Great. So, do you want to? Why don't you? Uh, what's your social media, Joe? We're, we're, no, oh, so you're not make, interested. The only I'm thing on Instagram, but I don't check it very often or are, post it. Are you on AIM? Yeah, I'm on AIM. Okay. She's, she's about to get on Substack, so look out for that. Yeah, What's maybe Substack? I'll get on Substack? It's where you send out a little essay, but I probably won't get on Substack. But uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I just don't do much on it. It's Yo-Yo Firestone. Yo-Yo Firestone. Now, what? Uh, I, I just got invited to a, a, a social media app. Are, are you on that app? Joe knows that we... Are you talking about um, Clubhouse? I'm on Clubhouse. Joe, I you on Clubhouse? Joe no, congratulations. We on Thank you so much. I got an invite, and so I'm on there now, and it's very odd very odd have you been are you over there yet no do you like it no oh it's weird it's uh it seems to be like you have to you basically eavesdrop on like <laughs> like meetings it's like uh you go in and they're like trying to figure out something they're like well how are we gonna make sure that people get their instagram uh numbers up and then like one guy who has like a lot of instagram followers like here's what i do uh and then they just kind of people i guess writing stuff down but it feels like 1994 uh, cause you're just like listening to Pete, you're going into chat rooms, listening to people's voices and, uh, Weird. the audio quality is pretty bad and, and it's, it's odd, but, uh, I've poked around on there a few times and, um, I have an invite. I haven't invited anybody yet. So Joe, you let me know if you want to get in on clubhouse, Please, if I yeah. sold it to you. Yeah. Well, so, wait, 
so do, do, do you see who leaves and comes to your chat room? You can't. They, it's like leave quietly. So like you don't know that people are leaving. You don't hear like doors slamming like you used to like on uh, AIM. But, uh, you know, it's it's very it's strange. And I would say I did feel like uh, an outsider a bit because um, most of the stuff just did not seem like it would be like stuff that I could just jump in and have a conversation about. And if I did, people would be like, who the hell is this fucking guy? Like, I, I don't really understand it yet. Um, and there seems to be some celebrities there. Mostly the celebrities that I saw were in the music hip in the hip hop world. Like 21 Savage was on there for like three days talking about, uh, you know, racial issues with just random people and which is cool. But I just don't I'm, I'm wondering if these people are paid to be on this Listen, site. I, I, I hate don't to interrupt know. you, Nick, but I'd like to bring it back to the show. OK, so the show is over. No, I got to have I have questions for Joe. I'm not done. OK, oh I asked her about her social media. Ash. Yeah, I plug my socials. The worst thing about the show, it sounds like, is Charlotte, North Carolina. You think that's the worst thing about the show? And it's too long. It should be 16 minutes. Okay, so each episode should be 16 minutes, and it should be in a different city. Yeah. And then, the, and then the best thing. They just thing, came to Charlotte, though. This yeah, is like their new thing. So they, every year, they, there's, every season. Just find a new season. And then when they work. come to New York, I'm going to be first in line. And then the best things about the show are what? Chemistry. True love, the, the fact that Dr. Pepper Schwartz and the crew know what they're doing, and it's going to work out for everybody. Joe, can I make a recommendation for a show that you might like? You won't watch it because you're not being forced to, to be on the show, but there's yeah. a show called Dating Around. <gasps> Joe, on you Netflix. gotta watch Dating Around season one. It's, There's an old guy who goes on a date, dates with a bunch of people, and you would love him. It's a blind, it's like a very uh, classily filmed blind date yeah where like, uh, one person goes on well you're <laughs> keep speaking over me i'm like trying to explain <laughs> one person goes on a date with like four people and they're four drastically different people and you get to see it kind of cuts between each date and it's filmed very nicely and it's really romantic and 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 really a sleeper as far as uh, a fantastic uh so it's kind of like this but if you took away the kind of I would say cringiness or corniness of this show. I don't think it's like this show. I think it's like um, was it trending? It was popular it was like popular, a year yeah. ago. If it was trending, then I watched it because Mike loves trending stuff. So, but I don't remember the old guy. So I gotta no. I you gotta, gotta watch dating dating around season one. Just skip to the episode with the old man. He's like eighty years old and he goes on dates with all these uh, women of of his age, and it's really sweet. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's very nice. But Joe, thank you for being on the show. Um, you can find her at Yo-Yo Firestone. Don't no promises, though. She may not put anything up ever again. Um, and uh, we're going to say goodbye to you can make sure make sure that you're checking out our recaps every uh, Thursday over on our uh, regular feed for the challenge double agents. We do that every time there's an episode that has aired. Uh, make sure you're you're checking into our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash reality blows. And we do two bonus podcasts a month. Uh, and so uh, there's like uh, 24 of those you can check out, plus a whole random recap of a retro challenge season. And anything you want from us, you can go to realityblowspodcast.com. Folks, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.